Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week, sponsored by Betterment, the smarter way to invest your money. Okay, this is the episode where we get to do a quick, great call with one of you. If you would like to get on the program with us, here's how you do it. You send us an email, askjill at betteroffpodcast.com or tweet us a question at Jill on Money hashtag betteroff. Remember, two chances to get on the air, once on Tuesdays, this short episode, and then on our longer show on Thursdays. Today, we are talking to John from Philadelphia. Hi, John. Welcome to Better Off. What can I do for you? Hi, Jill. Thank you uh, very much. First of all, I love the podcast. Um, Thank you. It's been very, very helpful. Excellent. Uh, my wife and I, we both came from families that aren't necessarily what I would say is financially illiterate. And we're trying to change that around. So we've been listening to the podcast. We understand the benefits of having a financial advisor. We went to the NAPFA website. We looked up um, fiduciaries to, to help us. And when we started investigating, it looked like all of them charge anywhere between like a thousand and two thousand, which isn't something that we necessarily have right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and my, my question overall is when, when do you engage a financial advisor? Like when is the best time? And we've done certain steps, like we contribute the matching amount for our 401ks where we're setting up an emergency fund. We've paid down all of our debt aside from our house, and our school loans. Um, So we're just trying to figure out when the right time is to engage that person um, and when that investment is going to be um, something that's actually smart to do. Okay, this this is a great question, and so often do we receive this one. So, so you're married, you've got no debt except the mortgage, right? Um, And and school loans. Oh, those school loans. Tell me about the school loans. What remains on that? How much how much is left and at what interest rate? Um, we probably combined have about $100,000 between the two of us. Um, our grad school loans are at a higher interest rate. They're at like 6%, and the um, undergrads are at like 3 Okay. How's the cash flow right now in terms of, you know, you've got these loans, uh, you're putting money into your retirement account up to your, your match, right? So is that about 5 or 6% your, your, each of you? Yeah, it's, of you? It, yeah it's, six, it's 6% for both of us. Okay. How's the cash flow otherwise? Do you guys have kids? Yes, we have two kids, a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old. Oh, God. So are you tight every month? Like, what's happening? Um, well, so we were really going after, so we established a budget, um, about 18 months ago and we've been really good about that. We paid off the last remaining vestiges of credit card debt that we had a while ago. And so right now we're probably pumping, I would say anywhere between 1500 and $2,500 a month into, uh, an emergency fund that we have with Betterment. Yep. Um, and, and we're hoping to get that to the point where we've got about, um, six months of expenses, and then we're probably going to need to buy a house. Let's go back a second. So a okay. couple of kids, building up the emergency reserve fund. It sounds like um, you're on your way. Do you think that probably some point this year you'll be at your six-month number about? Yeah, we're hoping um, by um, bonus time, which is like March of 2018, we'll have the full amount. All right. So you don't need a you don't need a financial planner right now. Do you know why? You're talking to one. We're going to do a quick financial plan for you. Um, and here's how you're going to think about this. All right. You've got short-term, intermediate, and long-term goals. Your short-term goal is, number one, is you are getting that six-month emergency reserve fund, which is fantastic. And that's going to be, you know, less than a year. It's fantastic. So that's your number one goal. Your second goal 
is that once that's done, then you are going to shift the money that was going into your emergency reserve and you are going to attack those 6% loans. You are going to crank. You're going to pay as quickly as you can every last penny of those 6% loans, which is of the 100000 that's in the, the, how much of that is grad school debt? Um, probably like half. Okay. You're now going to shift that couple thousand bucks a month. You're going to pay off your grad school loans. That's your second layer that you need to do. However, because you said you need to buy a house also, you have, what do you own right now? Um, we have, uh, we have like a townhouse that we're hoping to rent out, um, when we buy the next house. Well, don't you need need the equity in the townhouse to buy the new house? What you're telling me now is the powerful loans. We were hoping to take that money and put together a sizable down payment over the next year. Well, why rent but, out the townhouse and not use the money? Well, how much equity is in the townhouse? Um, we probably only the the house is worth about two thirty five, and I think we've got about thirty five in equity. How much do you need to spend on a new place? Um, we, <laughs> we're looking around um, in this area, probably around three fifty. You're killing me right now. You're blowing up my plan. Okay, just I know. Right I'm now. sorry. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, how you got two kids? You're kind of busting out of this place, right? Yeah. The problem is that our our one bedroom for our daughters on the third floor, and the only way out is down the stairs, and that bothers me. And I'd like to get uh, everybody to have a bedroom on the the same floor. Okay. So um, I don't think you should rent out the townhouse. I think you need the equity, and I think you should take, you know, it may be one of these few rare cases where I can say, all right, maybe you can put 10% down. What do you guys make in income between the two of you? Uh, between the two of us, we're looking at 225 a year. Okay. So, I mean, you're, you're good earners. Um, I think that what I would do if I were you is, so I think we need to do a little bit of house down payment fund and the grad school pay down. So let's say that you got your, let's say you've got two grand, I'm just on average, right? You're two grand a month of free cash flow, right? Um, if you really are desperate to get out of there, you could ostensibly take that $2,000 over the following year and accumulate a bigger down payment fund. Or you could say, let me sell my townhouse and only put 10% down, which makes me nervous because I'm usually a 20% down kind of gal, but I'm going to trust that you're not going to lose your jobs and do something dopey. Um, and get into your new house and get your low fixed rate mortgage. And then at that point, you're going to start to pay down those graduate school loans. I don't think renting that place makes a lot of sense for you because you really need that equity. You really are going to need it. And so in my mind, it's the emergency reserve fund, then the free cash flow gets used to either bulk up a little bit on your down payment, but even if you decide that you're going to have a slightly lower than 20% down payment, then I would take every penny, I would pay down those 6% grad school loans. When those 6% grad school loans are paid down, and you are then starting to pay down the 3% loans... And also probably at the same time, increase your 401k allocation up to closer to 10%. When all that's done, that's maybe, maybe when you need a financial advisor. Um, Because I think that whatever you are looking at down the line, the, the most important steps are your emergency reserve fund, your pay down of debt, and maxing out your 401k. Once you get to that place... 
then you can get a financial advisor. But you're not you're not there yet. I think you're probably five years away from needing a, fi- a financial advisor. Okay. Because I think you're right. in good shape. I just want you to be very focused. All right? Perfect. Yeah, we All can right. do that. Thank you. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks for calling. All right. Have a good day. Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off Bonus Question of the Week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. 